What's up guys and welcome back to What The L. I'm your host L Kramer and today we're getting up close and personal because we only have one mic working today and we just spent like the last hour and a half trying to clear my storage because it just doesn't want to be, it just doesn't want to be clear. There's so much, so much space that needs to be taken care of. And today I'm with a very special guest, my friend Callie, my mentor from high school who has just been such an impactful part of my life. If you went back to my episode, Embracing Curves and whatever the rest of the title was, Embracing Curves and but not embracing, what was the title? Embracing Nature's Curves but not embracing my own. Yes. That was the title of that episode. And Callie was an instrumental part of my formational years. Like back in high school, she really just played a huge part into my sp- like spiritual life, my mental life, like mental health, emotional health, and everything all around. And so today I just wanted to have her on an episode to talk about growing where you're planted because I believe that she has a lot of knowledge in this and we're just going to be talking about that today. So before I keep blabbing on, allow her to introduce herself. Introduce herself. (laughs) (laughs) Introduce myself. Introduce yourself, Callie. Um, hi, I am Callie Boudreaux. Oh um, yeah, oh my gosh. I have yeah. to change the name. Maiden name is Calkins, but I used you to know. say Kakin. <laughs> I'm That's s- terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, so I am I think I'm six years older than you. How? I'm twenty two now. Oh. So you're 27? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking, I don't know how old I am anymore. I stopped. Uh, I don't, I literally stopped whenever I turned 22. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah. The age after 20, yeah. the age, like once you turn 21, it's just like, what are you yeah. supposed to do? Like I the ages know. aren't really fun anymore. Like I it's, don't want to turn 30. Yeah. Like, no. Ugh. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. We're trying to grow where we're planted and enjoy mm. the journey. We get to uh, 30, but yes, I'm six years older than Elle. I'm 27 and I was born and raised here in Lafayette, Louisiana. And I have lived in Florida and Montana. What part of Florida? St. Augustine? St. Augustine, East Coast. Okay, what part of Montana? Billings. Um, She is about... Billings is really industrial, uh, but I was able to actually like drive to the mountains and enjoy it, so it was still very stunning. Um, but it's a little bit south uh, east of Bozeman, I would say. Um, and shout out to Red Lodge. What Red is Red Lodge? Lodge is... The, like, base of the mountains, or Red Lodge is, like, this little mountain town that I used to drive to um, every weekend when I was in Billings. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know. Going on tangents, but... That's okay, as you yeah, should. We're, we got my camera propped up on a little box, a <laughs> Himalayan crystal salt lamp box. It's in the corner. It's from TJ Maxx. We we got the whole bougie setup out here. We do. We're Balling on a budget today. Yeah, okay? we are. And we yeah. have like we just got we I don't know if you're watching this on YouTube, but if you are, we have one microphone because my second microphone isn't working. But you know, we we work, we are growing where we're planted today. We are. And so with that, I'm just gonna like dive right in. I feel like in order to have a productive conversation about growing where you're planted, I need to know like what is your experience with this phrase? Like why why did you decide that you wanted to pick this topic with me today? Like, how is this relevant into your life right now? Right, yeah, definitely right now. Um, we, my husband and I, like I mentioned earlier to you, are just dealing with different challenges that we never really thought we would um, face, which, you know, that's life. Life has its natural curveballs and whatnot, but I think it's really important, and I, this topic stuck out to me because... Um, you can't just like, you kind of have to have that moral tussle. Mm-hmm. I think internally to, I don't know, stay passionate about life and find. It sounds so cliche, but just like find the goodness in your day to day life while you're mm-hmm. maybe somewhere you don't want to be, um, but where God definitely needs you and where life is just like inevitably like keeping you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like growing. Um, I don't know. I feel like growing where you're planted right now for me means that like, I need to, especially going into the new year, Mm -hmm. 
like not just like in a fitness way or like a new year's resolution, like a tacky, like, you know, not even tacky, but just like something that's going to like die and fizzle out, like Mm -hmm. growing where you're planted. I feel for me, um, gosh, it's like, do I get specific or do I not? Yeah, get specific. Okay. So we have intentions and plans to move away from Lafayette, Louisiana in 2025. This is news to me. Where are you moving to? We don't know yet. That's okay. I'll, I'll be gone too. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we don't know. yet. I act like I'm literally not oh going to be like moving away too at some point. It's, oh my gosh. I think it's the most liberating thing is to move away from your hometown. And like your hometown is always going to be here. Family and friends, especially like in this like Acadiana parish, I feel like not many people go, which people our age are starting to go more now like leave or like come back leave I feel like um oh for sure a ton of my friends who like I never thought would move before are definitely venturing out um which is great and like they're finding this like new confidence and this like new perspective on just different cultures and people um and like who they are and what they're supposed to do and like different people they're supposed to meet and different purposes but husband and I want to move I have been wanting to move mountains Oh, yeah. yeah. Since I left Montana, which I'm like, you're like, tell me about you. And I'm like, ah, I love the mountains. <laughs> like, literally obsessed. Can't stop talking about it. Can't stop thinking about it. No, they're beautiful. Um, sure. And I never thought I would leave. And so, and I, w- I say that because I was so, uh, I don't know. I was just like this freer version of myself that I'd never felt before. Um, like, there was just no pressure on me to perform there was no like no one knows who you are no one knows like where you come from or what you've done um and nobody cares Mm -hmm. like if they don't know you it's not even like I felt like when I lived away like you can walk into it like a grocery store dude go anywhere (laughs) drive on the road you're not like and like there's a beauty right and like having that community Mm -hmm. and like running into people and yeah like having that social like gravity but at the same time for me it was very liberating to live away so coming back to growing where you're planted I have been tussling for the last three years and February will be three years since I've been like moved back home um and I kid you not Elle every single day I could just I'm like ask me how fast I can pack no literally (laughs) saying that's literally how I feel Because I'm stuck in a season where, like, obviously I'm still in college. So, like, I'm finishing out, like, my college. I have, like, what, a year left. So, once I'm done with that, I'm free to go anywhere, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, where do I go? Yeah. But the thing is, like, during my time, I literally have, like, written on here. It says, (laughs) I hated my life. During sophomore year of college, I, like, I went to a different college. So, if you are just a new listener... I used to go to this college back home, and then I transferred to another college. I went to LSU, Louisiana State University, go Tigers. But I just realized it wasn't the school for me, and it was just, like, too big and too much happening. And I was just, like, try. I literally left because I needed to – I thought I needed to get away, but I realized that it's not – I'm running – like, I'm not running from – Like, the things I'm running from, I can't run from, if that makes sense. Like, I was running from myself, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't – there wasn't something that I could run away from. And I feel like that's kind of where the grow where you're planted phrase, like, for me started was that two years ago because, like, I just didn't know how to – no matter where I was, I felt unhappy. And, like, I thought going to LSU would fix all of my problems and just, like, make me feel better about – the way that I was just feeling mentally, but it wasn't, I come, I came to realize that sophomore year that I, it wasn't a, like where I was, it was who I was. And I feel like that was, I was like, this is where I need to make a change in myself because like once I moved back to Lafayette, that was like, I guess kind of like hitting rock bottom for me because like that was where I came from and like going back to where I came from it was just like okay I'm doing the same thing over again Mm -hmm. and then like also coming back it made me feel like I don't want to say like embarrassed because I left it just felt like okay like what it I just felt like 
okay, Elle, what is this girl doing back home? Like, she literally left to go to a different college because she thought this college, like, wasn't good enough or whatever. So, like, what is she doing back? And so that just kind of, like, put a bad taste in my mouth, Mm -hmm. probably for other people around me, too, because they were probably, like, okay, what is this girl doing back here? Like, she left, and she thought she was too good for us, and now she's back home. And so I, like, I even heard that. Like, I some people that I was, like, thought I was friends with said that, like, behind my back. I know. And I thought it was, like, it was just definitely an eye-opener for me. And that's, like, so during that time, that's my experience with Grow Where You're Planted. Yeah. And, yeah. I think on it, I mean, we came from the same high school, too. So yes, I think. We did. Like, now that I'm thinking about this, a lot of that, like, whatever it may be syndrome in my head that makes me feel Imposter like. Imposter syndrome? I don't even know what it is. Like. The STM syndrome. I don't really know. Like, <laughs> the I measuring mean, up ju- syndrome. Yeah, like you. There's so much pressure, and some in positive ways, but mostly like you identify with this. Like, you identify as this person who always has to be has to be like producing and like doing the most, and like. I don't know, like being this perfect image, right? Like you can't, and that's, you can't sustain that energy. You can't sustain that momentum. You're human. And so I feel like a lot of, like you said, coming back home, you're like, wait, am I backtracking? Or like, I'm going to be thrown back into this like Mm -hmm. way of thinking and way of living. And it's just not healthy and you can't sustain it. And it's, um, it burns you out very quick. Uh, and so but yeah, I think two. So coming from like that really high pressure performance based like identity in high school, and then I actually went to UL over here, and then I didn't move away until grad school um, to go study to be a occupational therapist, and then never thought I would come back home, and then the fiance. Um, has never moved away and he's eight years older than me and he was not ready to move yet and we had been talking about moving um it just wasn't the right time and so now we're approaching that time of where it's like okay we can start planning about like what's in the near future and where to go but at the same time i i can't i'm such like an all or nothing person like i can't live like one foot in, one foot out. Half ass. Yeah. yeah. Like it can't, no. Like I'm like, I'm ready to load up the car. I'm ready to sell the house, pack up the dog. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Like let's go. Um, or I want to find, maybe not like let's go. I mean, I feel that genuinely like so hard on my soul. Like let's go right now. I'm ready to go. I'll quit my job. <laughs> no joke. I'm not scared. I like have the most freeing momentum when it comes to like, just like packing up and going away again. But there's also a beauty in like being present and where your feet are planted. And these mm-hmm. past three years, I've definitely felt like I've had to check myself multiple times in a humbling way and just be like, okay, you are here. What needs to be done? What does Cali need to do here and now? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's like socially, like physically, mentally, emotionally, like how does God need me and how does myself, how does my community or my husband like need me to grow where I'm at right now because mm-hmm. yes, everything inside of me internally is kicking and pushing and screaming and clawing at yes. the door to leave. Yes. Same. But that's not happening right now. And I think the last, um, gosh, I don't even know, like the last, this last year of like marriage, mm-hmm. um, and like being totally saturated in the vocation of marriage and kind of just like focusing on that has definitely helped ground us in like a day-to-day like um like yeah just like a lifestyle of day-to-day with your husband like I feel like that's very grounding for me but like individually too I don't know like I feel I still feel like there's things that God needs to do in my heart before mm-hmm. we can actually go. Like how, how am I being molded and whatnot? I love that word molded mm-hmm. because it's like, you're constantly being like refurbished yeah. into like a better piece of, I don't want to say furniture. <laughs> that 
just went to, I don't know why. That was just the first word. Like, I was yeah. thinking of like refurbished furniture. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. For me, I feel like it's very evident that me and Callie are like in the same phase of life, but different fonts, I guess. Because like, yes, I'm in college and yes, she's a grown woman with a real job and like living her life with her husband and I'm like the most single ever. But <laughs> the concept is the same because we are both ready to lack of better words, get the fuck out of Lafayette, Louisiana. But the whole theme of this episode is, like, being present now where we are. Because, like, for circumstances, whether or not, like, you live in Lafayette, Louisiana, this can go for anyone. Like, whatever circumstances you are, and I feel like especially as women, we have, like, oh, my God, I'm hiccuping. We have, like, an internal clock that's, like, ticking, and it's, like, okay, it's time to start going. It's time to move. And for me, like, I feel like my internal clock is always, like, okay, it's time for me to find a boyfriend. It's time for me to move out of my house with my family. It's time for me to, like, start looking for a job and figuring out what I'm going to do with my life. But, like, at the same time, it's just, like, waking up every single day and doing the daily things that you have to do. Sometimes it's not like what you want to do, but like growing where you're planted, staying where, like walking with your feet, focusing on the now is like sometimes the only thing that can get you through those moments where you feel like you're stuck. Yeah. And I feel like for me, a big reason why I had to really push myself to focus on where I am now in the present moment is because I felt stuck. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know if it was like, being like in a small town or like if I just know everyone, but I came to realize that it was like more of a, like I felt stuck mentally. Like there was just something that was inside of my own heart that I was stuck on. And like that made me have to go back and like look at all the things that I struggle with and like be really honest with myself. And like, I don't know if it's the same for you. Like, what is that like for you? Did you, do you feel like you are more present now because you had like, put a reality check in like you how so yeah and I feel like that is like an everyday choice too like I feel like I constantly have to live in this state of like surrender Mm. because yeah that's a good word if not then like oh my god like when you are seemingly like you said the word stuck um or like you have this time frame of like you think your life is gonna go this way at a certain time. By this age, I'll be married. By this age, I'll have kids. By this age, I'll like be making this many, this much money. Like when those things don't play out, um, it's just like you you almost feel set back. You almost mm-hmm. feel like okay, well, I didn't reach my goal. And like it's great to have goals, but like I think your goals can change. Mm-hmm. Um, with like obviously clearly wherever your feet are planted and I definitely have to live in a state of surrender every day because no I don't want to be here no I do not want to be here I mean I will say that 50 times like and I just have to I have to and I have to be honest about it and I think being honest about it takes the edge off of like the anxiety of like feeling like you I don't know like takes the edge off the anxiety of like you're not meant to be here Mm -hmm. like it's like no it's okay like this isn't forever Mm -hmm. and like these are all such cliche things and I think no I don't like come back to them you know like we always can remember these phrases and like these sayings but like when you're living this day-to-day life where you're like crap like I don't want to be here no one's yeah like I don't want to be here this is dragging me down um But I definitely have found, um, or I just, I find that the more that I'm able to just kind of like, uh, be, it sounds so cliche. Like I don't even want to say it. Be present. (laughs) But like be grateful. Like, no, but it's so true though. Being grateful. It's like, even for just like the most mundane things that like may seem so insignificant. Cause it's honestly, it's not even like, I, I mean, yes, I want significant things. I want to move to the mountains. I want to have my baby now. Like I want to be pregnant now. Like I want all these things. Um, it's, which is not a bad thing, right? Like no, having like those desires and desires. wants, it's not right. Like you have to chase your dreams, right? but grow where you're planted. Um, I think gratitude has totally 
been like something that's grounded me and like not even like honestly it has started off so fake sometimes like in the mornings dude in the mornings so you work out early right not this morning I was supposed to but okay but like yes generally like (laughs) some people are just like I don't like to work out in the mornings I work on the afternoon it's like I'm a morning person I wake up literally like a crackhead I don't need (laughs) pre-workout but I like to drink it because it just tastes great (laughs) and (laughs) interesting yeah I mean it's yeah but waking up early and then going straight to work for what like nine nine and a half hours and you go home and it's time to cook and it's time to like meal prep and like pack for the next day and like try to hurry up and like give yourself to your husband like in quality time or whatever that may be and look like for y'all it's like whoa like Yeah. yeah I mean like obviously you can get very burnt out and it's yeah, like time flies by, but then like obviously the weight of like, oh crap, like I still don't want to be here. I'm still not doing the things I want to be doing or I don't have the things I want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just like waking up and deciding like, okay, no, like I'm letting go. Like I'm going to surrender and like the more out of control I feel, like the more I'm trying to gain a sense of control and like that just burns me out way too quick. Oh my gosh, yes. Um. God, so many words. No. I don't know what I just said. No, but, but for me, I feel like it's kind of weird, but I don't I don't think I've ever been able to like pinpoint exactly how I'm feeling about this cuz like growing where you're planted, for me I've always felt like you kind of said like an exi- a sense of anxiety. I feel like I have a sense of FOMO that other people are living in the world, like places that I want to live Dude, yeah. and that I'm not there right now. And I'm like, yeah. I'm wasting time living here whenever I could be living there and like starting my life there. But there's obviously a reason I'm here right now. Yeah. And that's like something that I have to literally constantly remind myself because I'm like angry that, or sometimes I'm, I just get frustrated that I'm like, oh my God, I'm not living in Italy right now. <laughs> like I'm not teaching English to yeah. little Italian little Italians like I don't know I don't know like why am I not there like why am I not in Italy like flocking what is the word flocking no frolicking frolicking through the freaking potatoes yeah and then potato yeah like why am I not drinking wine and the the, I don't even know eating all the breadsticks all of the things like why I just want to walk everywhere like I want to go to Italy I want to live there there's so many places I want to see there's so many things I want to do but like also at the same time I'm so young. I have a whole life ahead of me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, all of my time is slipping away. Yeah. And it's like, I have this like constant like over. Yeah. I have this constant like back and forth battle in my head that's just like, okay, no, you you need to finish college. But also I'm like, do I even want to be in college? Like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, there's like, there's like a, there's these tugs that just make me question a lot. And that's something that's been very, like, challenging for me with this phrase, like, applying it to my life. Because dealing with FOMO and dealing with, like, that anxiety, like you said, has been a struggle for me. Because I'm a very big overthinker. I struggle with, like, overthinking my whole life. And, like, the only place I truly feel like... I was with my mom this yesterday. Like, I went to Christmas Mass and I literally, like, was listening to them, like, just sing like the choir and they just sounded so beautiful I just started crying and I was like I was like I don't even know why like I just feel so like my mind just shuts up there like my everything that I'm thinking all of the 10,000 thoughts that are racing through my head about like where I am what I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing with my life like it just shuts up and I think that's like the one place that I feel peace at is because like no matter what church you go to for Catholics like you it's universal and there's always going to be like everyone is I, I I'm definitely getting on a soapbox about that right now, but I probably okay. I probably shouldn't. It's okay, say it. No, but like it's fine. I just feel like going to mass for me or like just sitting in a church just feels so peaceful because I don't know. It's just like the like I feel God's presence because it's like the one place my mind is just like quiet mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. and that's like something that I can never really get without like. I just can't get it yeah. because I don't know. I just, I don't think some people understand what it's like to like deal with the sense of anxiety that you feel for like not wanting to be in the place that you're physically in Mm -hmm. because like whenever you're not physically, like whenever you're not happy with the place you're physically in, you're like not mentally there. Right. And so whenever you're not mentally there, you're just like not happy. Right. And so it just like, it just messes up. Yeah. 
your whole like just throws you off yeah and you're just not yourself you're not your truest self no. and I felt like for a long time I wasn't my truest self because I was just like grappling with the fact that I'm stuck here and yeah. instead I had to look at it a different way and be like okay I'm not stuck here I'm here and there's a reason I'm here and I'm going to be here like I'm I'm yeah. done not being here I'm done right being right. upset that I'm here right and I'm going right. to be here and like for whoever's listening to this like if you're somewhere where you don't want to be physically, I think once you get out of the like sadness and like the victim mentality of being st- stuck there, you can grow in a different way mm-hmm. once you're like able to shift your perspective and be like, yeah. okay, I'm here yeah. for this time period yeah, and I'm going to make the most of it. Make the most of it. Literally told my dog that last night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've been wanting to tell you this your, the whole time, your nails and... This my so dog was pouting and I was like, you know, cause my husband left and the husband is the master, right? Oh, like Erin yeah. is her king <laughs> and I'm just kind of like second king. Like I'm just like little king, <laughs> small king. Sorry. Chill out, dude. I think I just broke a nail. I'm going to go get my nails redone. Continue. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> you're the second, you're the empress. I am. And I accept that. I wasn't in her life when he bought her, but... She does respect me. Um, <laughs> As she should. But she was pouting. And I know when she's pouting versus when she's just resting. And I was like, I lightheartedly just like felt like looking over to her, that's my child. And I was like, no, you know what? It's me and you in this house right now. And I literally told her, I said, we're going to make the most of it, honey. <laughs> me and you, we're going to make the most of it. And she put on, we put on her little flannel and Aww. we just kind of like, Y'all I don't know. made the most of it. We did. We made the most of it with our rice and gravy. But... I think, yeah, like, I don't know. I need another question because I could just go on and on and on about this. Okay. Um, So, like, let's talk about roots. Like, how have your roots, like, your the things from your past, like, have they had an impact on, like, being able to grow where you're planted? Like, I, for me, I've had experiences in Lafayette that made me want to leave. That's, like, why I wanted to leave. But I don't know if it's for you, if it's just, like, the sense of, being here is just like mundane familiar or is it like do you have like reasons for wanting to leave uh both for sure I think those coexist together and still do I think like obviously I mean I know like anybody can attest to this but like maybe not I don't know like I feel a lot of weight of like my past relationships being here yeah same it's like this weird (laughs) no which like I totally respect my exes and their families but like it's just weird when they're all like it's just weird and then the whole like this is a small town right like everybody knows everybody and it it is the the familiarity and then like I crumble under social anxiety like of people knowing who I am where I go what I'm doing um like you don't some like people, people for, that. no, like I don't, I do not have social media. Like yes, I don't want, I was about to get into I mean, that. I have Pinterest, but my profile picture is literally a monkey in a t-shirt. <laughs> I know. I was trying to find like, I was trying to find a picture of what Callie looks like, like to send to my mom in a t-shirt. And he's like on the computer, like probably watching something he's not supposed to be watching, but he's cute. And I'm like, no one's going to really think that that's actually me. So like <laughs> run with it. But with that being said, like, totally the roots of, like, I don't know, like, high school was very hard. High school was very hard for me. And I know high school is just, like, a weird, like, you're obviously just, like, mentally, like, psychologically, physiologically, things are changing and it's awkward, right? Like, but I think, like, socially there was so much pressure on me that I put on myself. Mm -hmm. And so, like... I still identify with those things here in town. Like, and people probably, no, I know people genuinely don't care about me. Like people don't care about you as much as like you think. And so I definitely, yeah, like the roots of past relationships or like however you were raised and to still kind of like, Cause like you may think like the way your parents raised you doesn't have like that much effect on you, but like it, it definitely does. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. It does completely. And so, and my parents don't 
they're not here a lot of the time, but they, they live in Arizona, but they're also here sometimes. And so they live in Arizona. Yeah, dude. Since when? Sedona, Sedona, Arizona. It's beautiful. Um, I think they bought their house like uh, three years ago. Okay. Like right when I came back home. Yeah. Which we still haven't gone and seen it, but we need to. It's, Y'all, it literally, it overlooks Cathedral Rock. It's insane. You, you know what Cathedral se- Rock is? No, you haven't like, seen it? It literally opens up. I mean, I've seen pictures, but we're going to go this year. Because Flagstaff, Arizona, where you fly into to go to Sedona, is one of the towns where I actually had a job offer. Mm. But we declined because hubby wasn't ready to move yet. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go check out that place, uh, that That'll town. That would be so good, though. And it's like 40 minutes away from Sedona. So... But yeah, I, the roots of being here and just like, dude, like no offense, Acadiana, but like <laughs> there is nothing to do but eat and like hang out with each other. And if I'm not trying to hang out with anyone besides my husband, literally, and we are both very active. Like we love, we love to run. We love to hike. Yeah, I am obsessed no, we're with We're like hiking. literally below sea level here. <laughs> I haven't even been to Monkus Park because I'm like, I mean, it's beautiful and I love it. I think, it, I think this town needs like probably three more Moncas parks, but yeah. cause like it has done such good things for our community and it really is beautiful. Um, but like, I just can't, I don't know. It's like a joke <laughs> because it's like, well, <laughs> it's like when you no, I get it. I get it. Like when you're literally just like hiking in the mountains. Yeah. Then you come back here and you're like, what the, <laughs> and it's also just like the swampy air. I mean, oh I'm really, we are just shitting on Louisiana right now. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> This li- no, it's like half of my podcast is literally me shitting on living here, but it's true. Like you don't get okay, but like with that, with that comes like really awesome people. Like you're not gonna find. Let's highlight the good things about Louisiana. Like you're not gonna find the people here. You're not gonna yeah. find the food anywhere right, else. Like, right. You're not gonna find the Cajun like culture or anything. Like that's all so niche to like being in Lafayette, yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. And like on my last episode, we talked about how like Lafayette breeds just like creative artistic people because like you don't have the opportunities that you want to have that other people have in big cities because like it's just not here. Like there right. wasn't, like we said in my last episode, like there wasn't a skate park. So like if you want to like have a skate park, you have to be creative and like do things that are, you have to make opportunities for yourself. So like a lot of people who are creative, like, come from Lafayette because they didn't have the opportunities that yeah. they wanted. So they had to literally make it for themselves. Like I had to make yeah. a podcast yeah, because there wasn't one here. I yeah. mean, there probably is. I don't know. But like there's just lots of things that yeah. this area is lacking. There is. It is a rich community, but it also there dense. Is so, <laughs> there's just so much More. else in the world. There is. And um, – to each their own. Like some people don't need all that. And some people don't care to get out and see the world. But, um, what was the question? OMG. I don't know. Hold up. What was your roots versus like, yeah, but like also, I don't even think there any needs to be a question. Cause it's just a conversation. Yeah. But like the point is like, I feel like I don't think it's a bad thing that this desire is both on our hearts because for the longest time I felt really guilty for having this desire to leave. Yeah. Like I've always felt like, yes, I've always felt like the sense of guilt that like I'm this bad child for wanting to leave. Like I have three siblings who are like kind of homebodies and that's fine. Like they're happy here. Like they have jobs here and like one of them's in high school here and like great for them but like I don't see myself living here for the rest of my life and like I've always felt this sense of like guilt for leaving my family and for like wanting to fly in my own direction and like Mm -hmm. do things Mm -hmm. for myself but I just feel like how like I want to experience like growth on a different level like away from here because I just feel like whenever I moved away for that like those four months I've literally had so much growth in that time like that was I don't think I could have experienced if I lived here because just like being in a different environment yeah and like getting a taste of that yeah like getting that taste of like what freedom and like what being truly like on your own felt like and then having to be for like not forced but like having to come back and like yeah be living the same lifestyle that I was living before it just felt like a really like I was like, damn it. Now I, now I'm like, how do I, how do I live whenever I saw that? And like, how do I go back to living like my mundane life if I 
I don't know. It was just like a really, it was like a reality check. And I'm yeah. sure that's how it felt for you whenever yeah. you come came back from the mountains and you're like, oh my God, I'm stuck back in this freaking swamp. Like one thousand percent i think i hit johnson street i turned my music down after a 25 hour drive (laughs) to my fiance for him and i was like hit johnson street main artery of lafayette louisiana literally like don't expect to get anywhere fast on johnson street and i mean it's not terrible but you know it's not the best no it's not it's a little clogged it's got a little clog cloggage in there um but yeah hit john street from montana and i was like whoa like we're back here like we just chose we just voluntarily chose to drive 25 hours from where we were booming with growth booming with like freedom and this like grounded sense of confidence just like beautiful authentic just like true exponential growth honestly because like Mm -hmm. Ugh, so different being away. Um, but yeah, that's totally how I felt. And I didn't know that you felt that way. So no. this is really cool to actually like hear you talk about because I relate 100%. completely. Um, which, but I mean, I keep going back to like grow where you're planted. So, I mean, that's a, you know, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like get yourself a little garden when you're miserable. <laughs> Start planting some seeds. <laughs> Go with the metaphors all day. Oh my God. But okay. So when I came back home, I, I've always gone to this one therapist, um, or he's like a spiritual counselor slash therapist. He is brilliant. He's great. Um, and Dr. Dan Jurek, he is with the Pax Renewal Center. Oh my God, that's um, where I used to go. Yeah. Oh my God. We go to the th- same therapy place. That's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, Lafayette's like, you know. Literally like two feet long. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Dan told me, he was like. Dr. So Dan. I went to him probably a few months after moving back because I was like, yo, we got to do something. Like, this Self-help is. Self-help. Yeah, like. Needing. <laughs> for real. Like, we are in a drought. Um and we're racing to get back out and we're not, and we don't know how long we're going to be here. Like everything is just so confusing and we're lost. Like we're just, we're stuck. We're lost. We have no traction. We have no control over our life. So went to Dr. Dan and he, and he like, I've seen him throughout the year since high school. And so we kind of just like pick up where we left off. And I told him about Montana and stuff. And he was basically saying like, you are carrying out, like you're never going to lose the Cali that you were in Montana, like you were still her. Um, but maybe she needs to put some, like some roots down. That's me retweeting retweeting what you're saying. I'm sorry. That's me retweeting. I thought you were waving at the hobo with Diet Coke. (laughs) Come on, hobo (laughs) with your Diet Coke. I mean, he's growing where he's planted. He is. And that's exactly like, we all need to be like the hobo. Sorry. That was really insensitive. Was that insensitive? I don't know. He, I think he's moving he's on. He's happy. I think he's doing great. Anyways. Oh, uh, no. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying something so, like, profound. <laughs> and then I just took a turn. Going back to what you were saying. Dr. Dan was like, you can be the Montana bitch and you can be the Lafayette, Lafayette bitch at the same time. But your Lafayette girl, like, who you are in Lafayette... Like, let's introduce her to the Montana girl. Like, let's coexist together. And, like, basically, that is why Grow Where You Planted stood out to me because I am here for now. I cannot. Dude, like, when I moved back and I realized, like, after that conversation with him, I was like, okay, like, basically, like, in a nutshell, I'm going to grow where I'm planted. And I'm going to give Lafayette, Louisiana, the best version of Cali, Calkins Boudreaux there ever is and ever was. But, you know, that also comes with like different, like a different take and a different approach on life. And like, so me and my husband are dealing with like infertility and it's like, okay, with that growing where you're planted, it's like, okay, social boundaries 
in Lafayette, Louisiana. Like just because you want to be the best version of yourself doesn't mean you owe every single person an, an answer, like an answer or a slice of you or like you don't have to be like, yes, be Jesus's hands and feet. But like you like Jesus also like withdrew himself when he needed to, you know, like he also like pulled back and was like, okay, look, like, yes, I can heal all of you at once. But like, I also like, I need, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go to this cave and this boat away from all of you. Don't follow me. And like, I'm going to go take a second for myself. And like, I feel like that's when I can create those moments of like Montana in Lafayette is when Mm -hmm. I like retreat from myself and it's just me and my husband and like, whatever that may look like a long run or like, you know, just the simple things like just closing the door. Um, and that helps me to grow where I'm planted. Like you have to have a balance and you have to have boundaries and you have to have like, you have to be very honest with yourself and other people. Mm -hmm. Like I used to hate being honest with people like college and high school, like before I had left town. Like I didn't, I I thought like if I was honest with them and told them like, look, I really don't want to hang out with you. (laughs) or Like I don't want to go to this event or like, I don't want to be posted on your pic on Instagram. Like I don't want these things. It's like you would upset them Mm -hmm. and that would, but then at the same time, it's so freeing to just be honest Mm -hmm. and you can actually grow in that moment. Like with where you're at and just like hold your own, you know? Yes. Um, Yeah. So I think growing where you're planted looks different every day, but at the same time, like you in your heart, you know, for like, I know for sure I'm dead. Like I feel it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel that like difference in yourself. It doesn't always mean that it's like easy. No, Um, it does not. You know, cause like you're thinking about a little seed that's growing. There's like tension on top that it has to burst through the top of the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. Like there's going to be tension Uncom- on discomfort. Top of There's discomfort. Yes. Like yes. it's uncomfortable. Yes. D- just because like what you're saying, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go. But just I'm because good. of what you're saying, like I feel like you're kind of getting to the point that like even though you're here right now and you're making the most of it, it's not comfortable. Right. Like it's not, and it's okay. And, and that's like, I, okay. Right. And I find freedom in the fact that like, and just being honest about that, because I mean you. The more you fake to others, it's like your your subconscious and I feel like your ego inside of you is going to feel like just like screaming, crying and like almost like screaming, crying. You're just like, why are you doing this mm-hmm. to yourself? Like, why are you being fake? Like, why are yeah. you doing this? Why are you trying to hold this image? What, Whatever. Like that stunts your growth clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, whatever. I wanted to go back to something that you said earlier about like that just really stood out to me about how you said like the therapist told you like you can be that version of yourself that you were in whenever you felt so free in Montana but you can also be the version like you can those people can coexist like that stood out to me so much because I I think I was feeling that way so hard like especially just since I've been back in Lafayette I was like how can I be this Destin version like the girl that I was in Destin but like in Lafayette and like I in Destin I I have the ocean and I have all of these things like I have the sunlight I have no mosquitoes I have like amazing roads that aren't freaking like don't have cracks in them and I can actually drive on and just like there's attractive men there's so many (laughs) things there that aren't in Louisiana that I can have and it's just like oh my god like how do I get that back whenever I go back home and like for me this whole semester was me realizing that I can be both and like I can take that version of who I was back there with me and like it doesn't have to be two separate people because like whenever I came back I felt like a part of me was gone. A part of my identity was stripped away whenever I came back because like all that character development that I had up there, it felt like it stayed back there. Like whenever I came back home, it felt like I was just the person I was before I left. And so like coming back, I was like, God, like how do I get back to who I was over there? And like all those people who are here didn't know who I was back there. So how are they going to know? How, how do I be that person that I was there whenever it's just like the same bullshit and I think that was like something that it's just been like I think I've created a different version of myself like I brought the things that I wanted back with me from Destin but like at still some points like 
how can you do that whenever you're in the same place physically that you were right whenever you were not in the place that you wanted to be right like mentally you know right Right. yeah and I feel like that what you said like that was like literally so big for me because like I think you took the words out of my mouth that I've been feeling for months and didn't know how to like whatever the word is what I don't know the word like whatever the word is whenever you don't know how to say what you were trying to say (laughs) what is that word like, you took the words out of my mouth, basically, whenever mm-hmm. you said that. Yeah. And, like, I want yeah. you to elaborate more on that. Because, like, you that was just so insightful. Mm. Like, how do I do that? No, like, just tell me more about, like, whenever you came back home, like, how were you able to realize that you can be both? Like, you can be that girl you were in Montana, but also be Callie here and, like, create both of them in one person. Yeah. Um, I definitely think like, <laughs> honestly, still trying to figure that out, but that's okay. That's an answer. Still trying to figure that out. Um, it's so kind of like what I said, going back, like closing the door, retreating and like creating my own Montana, like in home, like, no, I can't have mountains outside. No, I can't go hiking. Um, but the sense of like, I think I, I think I thrive when no one can get to me like socially. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Because I think that's I also really, very interesting. Yeah. Callie doesn't have social media and I've always been so jealous. No. That, and I'm like such a bubbly person. Like I don't want to come off as like serial killer vibes. Like I'm very bubbly. I'm very like enthusiastic and I'm a people person. And like, I love showing people I care about them and listening to them. But like, I think my job in healthcare, so being in healthcare, you're like a caregiver, right? And I think like when you pour yourself out for like nine hours a day, four to five days a week, it's like, whoa, like what else do you have to give? And then, yeah, like friends and family miss out. But at the same time, like if they love you and they understand where you're at, like I've been like, it's not a secret. Like everyone in my family, all my friends, everyone, everyone in Aaron's family knows it. My husband's family, they know that you don't like have social media that I no, just like that I'm not I don't want to be here yeah that I don't want to be here and so I think like pumping the brakes on like socializing has definitely also I'm just tired like we wake up at like 4 30 in the morning and work out it's just like you can't sustain that kind of life like you have to pump the brakes so I think my point is like in Montana like it was just me like mm-hmm. it wasn't even me and Aaron it was just me and so I have to create those spaces and those moments where it's like you have to intentionally create those spaces and Mm. moments to reconnect. And I feel like when I reconnect in an intentional way, um, whether that be, which I've always written, that's how I pray. I've always write letters to God and I always write and pray. That's just how I like get my words out best. But I think when I intentionally create those moments of just like phone is on do not disturb or it's completely away from me. Um, Cause someone's always going to need you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're always going to need you. And like, I don't feel like, I mean, this is terrible. Like, I don't feel like I need anyone. Others. No, that's like literally the, I'm jealous because like, that is a great quality. Like that you having that is like, you are far beyond everyone else. And like are and the, in the whole 10 billion of us, like, because all of us, like, we're all addicted to social media. And, like, I've always been in all of you because, like, you don't have that, like, that, um, I don't want to say connection to social media, but, like, that chain. Like, you're not, you don't have that ball and chain to social yeah. media. Like, I no. feel like, I feel like my whole life since, like, fourth grade, I, social media, Instagram, all of that launched whenever I was in fourth grade. Yeah. So, like, it, this has been in my, like mine and my face since I was well yeah so young yeah so it's always been like a part of me and I think it's been that way for a lot of us but like for you I think it's amazing that you don't have that like you don't have the longing to do that because you like you said you were able to be intentional and I feel like intense like having intentions like you can't create the some of the best opportunities for yourself, I created for myself. Yeah. Like, that's a huge thing about yeah. my life. Like, I created this podcast, and this was not given to me at all. I yeah. I created the possibility that I got to move 
like that right. that all the best things like the best parts of 2023 for me I created yeah for myself yeah. like looking back I listened to a Mel Robbins podcast and like she says like six questions to go back and like reflect on your year and like one of them like what were the best parts of your of 2023 for you and all of the things that I was so proud of or the things that I loved about this year were things that I created, like opportunities that I created for myself. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't anybody else that did it for me. And right. those right. were like and like imagine if you took the time to invest the things that you loved about 2023 and like put your whole like sweat blood and tears into yeah. that for the next 6 months, like yeah. what can you do? Right. right. And like that's kind of what I did with like the past 6 months. Like I've just been focusing on the things that I love and like from that has come like amazing opportunities and like yeah. I wouldn't if I would be somewhere else if I was in Destin I wouldn't have created the opportunities that I have yeah. created because yeah. I'm yeah. growing where I'm planted yes exactly yes and yes. I think you talking about like intentions like that just made that just came up in my mind because like the best things for myself weren't create like weren't given to me they weren't what well, is not somebody else's like idea I think you know like yeah. I think with social media like I don't want what somebody like I don't know it's hard because like obviously I succumb to the pressure of comparison as well like in my life but it's I don't want it in my face as much and it's like the devil is so sneaky mm -hmm. and like I just don't like I want God I want what's in my heart and the desires and the promises that are like laid in my life for my life like I want those to come to fruition in their own time like so like I think not having social media like totally respects the time and the journey to like watch your life unfold and just like mm -hmm. also be present in the way that your life is unfolding um regardless if it's fun or not if it's easy or not if it's like the most exhilarating or seemingly significant or insignificant season and time of your life. Like, um, I think social media makes you feel like you always have to be significant. And mm -hmm. it does. 100%. Like, and it's you just, that's a that. joke, dude. It is like, a joke. Like it's such a highlight reel, but it's like, and like, I want, like, I want people to see me stunting as a bride when I had my little like glow moment. Like, yes, I want everybody to see that. But at the same time, it's like, but for what? Like, what for what? Like, just so they can see another pretty girl on the internet? Like, get real. Like, we have enough of that. Like, I want to be a strong mother. I want to be a present and, like, I just want to be a very, like, present and holy and, like, supportive wife. Like, I want to be, I want to fulfill the roles that I have that like a lot of other people have as well. But like, I don't know, like my, I don't know. I Your feel, vocation is like, yeah. it can be normal. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, it's it doesn't have beautiful. to be. No. And like m nobody else is me and there's so much power in like feeling and loving and knowing that, um, so yeah, uh, no social media, but um, I mean, good things do come from social media, clearly. Um, yeah, like, I mean, like, know. everything moderate, like, everything in moderation can be a good thing. But, like, but I'm also, like I said in the very beginning of this episode, I'm very all, all or, or nothing. nothing. It's either 100% or it's nothing. So it's, like, with social media, like, I can't, I always say this, I can't weed out the bad stuff and the toxic stuff that hurts me and that, like, dampens who I am and what I'm supposed to do and like how I identify with like my purposes and my beauty. I can't weed those bad things out in order to just focus on the good in social media. Like you don't, there's no filter, right? There's like, no filter. I know there isn't because I have, I've dabbled in it. Like I had Instagram at one point I had, uh, Facebook, Snapchat at one point were not lasting at all. And it's just, you just, yeah, like the whole, um, I, I, there's no way I would be able to grow where I'm planted if I was seeing what all my high school friends were doing mm -hmm. or wanting them to know what I'm doing. Like, you know, there's just, there's no way for me. There's no way. There's right. no way. Just being caught up. There's not enough time in the day. Like I'd be spending too much time thinking and caring about what they're doing or if they're seeing what I'm doing and like, please, mm -hmm. like, 
I need to go stretch. I need to go pray. I need <laughs> to like talk to my husband and connect with him on an intimate level. Like, you know, there's just other things that you could be doing. Yeah, there is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wrapping up this episode and like, since we are going into 2024, not 2020, I did accidentally say 2020 before this episode. <laughs> but um, if you had like one word that you would want to live by for the next upcoming year, what would it be? I am straight up praying about this. I choose a, I'm not bullshitting you. I choose a word every year. So does my mom. I choose a word every year. What was your word last year? My word for 2023 was actually a phrase. What was it? Plot twist. Um, it was intimate completion, intimate completion in him. Mm. So like Jesus, God. Okay. Intimate completion. Like. Finish what you were. Oh my gosh. That has like just. I don't know. Like, and I feel that Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly. Like we have what, like a week left of 2023. That's crazy. And I definitely like looking back, see how like God has wrapped that up and how like my life has totally, and like you do, like you, I focus on it and like, I let that marinate with me, but I'm praying about the next word. Um, I don't know. I mean, like if I could just sit here and like choose a word, um, do you mean to come up with mine right or tell you mine? You have one? I think I do. It's been like a word that has been just like, I've been seeing a lot okay. in my life, if yes. that makes sense. Like, I don't know yes. why. Like, I've just been, I've heard it like said a lot in just like moments and like I've read it a lot. The word cultivate. Okay. But like, I don't know why or like what that means. Like, I don't know if that was just like, I've just been like seeing that word a lot in like the last three years of my life just like come to fruition. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what that exactly means, but I don't know. It's just been like something that's just been like kind of whispered to my. Yeah. Like it's just been something that I've been like just been thinking about. Yeah. And I don't really know what that means, but like I don't know if it's just like cultivating like opportunities for myself and yeah. like what that can mean, but like that. I think might be my word, but it could also not be. But that's I think it's that's kind of where that's kind of where my word yeah. might be going. But cultivate for all of our listeners, you should definitely think of a word for 2024 and let us know what it will be. But yeah, that would be fun. I, I would, would love to see different people's words. Yeah, because like You're I mean, have to show them to me. <laughs> it's really fun. It yes. really is fun. But I mean, Kelly, yes. do you have anything else you want to add before we close out? Um, no. I mean. I don't know. I feel I'm like just so thankful to be here. And like, I feel like we could just keep talking and me too. With one microphone. We have <laughs> one microphone. Yeah. We should be talking like this probably, we're like but we're literally, ta- yeah, I know we are doing a duet. <laughs> it's like a 57 minute duet. Wow. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I hope that everybody can, I don't know. I'm not here to give advice. <laughs> I just want people to be at peace. Like, it's so, like, Miss Louisiana and Miss Universe, but, like... No, it's true, though. Just be nice, you know? Yeah, be nice to each other. And be nice to yourself. Oh, facts. Yeah. I'm, like, my own worst enemy, so... I need to listen to that. Like, half the things on on the podcast that I say are literally, like, I'm literally talking to myself, so... So, yeah, yeah, but you have to keep coming back. Fun yeah, fact, like the advice I give, if I do give advice, it's like literally just like everything. I'm try- I'm just projecting. Like <laughs> literally the advice I gave. Be is- nice to yourself. <laughs> have fun. Relax. Love yeah. that word. Yeah, relax. That's it. That I probably, my word might be patience. Maybe patience. My, yeah, because I'm not patient. But yeah. anyways, guys, with that, I thank you so much for coming on. You, I love you. I love you too. No. It was so fun. I know. I, I haven't like... seen her in like so long. It's been way too long because to, yeah. I ran into her at the gym and I was, and then, <laughs> and then I saw her, I was having like the worst day ever at my coffee job because I was having boy problems because me and this boy were mm-hmm. um, ending things because he's a little trash yeah he's trash and then I saw her and she was listening to my podcast while she was like while I was taking her order and I was like oh this is so perfect she's coming on my podcast so now she's here and you smell really good by the way what are you wearing what's your perfume I think it's um I never wear perfume but I was off today that's why I had the little squirt squirt for you (laughs) (laughs) a little spray and so wait do you want to spray for the people I wish we smells here's um, here's my perfume from eighth grade tease <laughs> let me let me let me oh did y'all smell that, that? mess up the quality of that thing i hope not it smells Ooh, good though. she's fire 
Mm. This is I'm wearing light blue, right? By is it who? light blue? By who? Dolce and Gabbana? No, like is that a Wait, man's? Is pr- it? I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like I, light blue Please. is. I don't know. It's it's a blue bottle. I think it's light blue. Okay. I thought it was Georgia Armani. Oh, why is my mom calling me? Anyways, <laughs> with that, guys, stay sexy, stay savage, and stay tuned for another episode of What the L every Friday. And with that, we're going to say love you bye on three. Ready, Kelly? Okay, okay. One, two, three. Love, love you, you bye! bye.